the bottom of Chof Aleph Amit Beis, Zok the Heilige Gemara, Yoim Achad, Shodar Abaya, Zuga the Rabbanon, Lemiv Tukei. So Abaya wanted to figure out what's going on over here because we said that Abaya only got Shalom once a week. And uh, this Abu Umna got Shalom every day. So he wanted to figure out what he does. So he sent a group of Rabbanon to go check him out. Aisvinu, he sat them down. Vachlinu Vashkinu, gave him to eat and drink. Umachluhu Bistarki, he gave them a chashv beds, chashv things to sleep on. Palalia at night. Let's have over the next morning. Karchinu, they wrapped up the sleeping bags, the fa- fancy sleeping bags. Vishaklinu, and they took it. The come of enough for Klulishuka. They stole the mattresses and they went out into the marketplace and they're going to sell it. Vashkechinu, and he found them. They, they found him, really, in the marketplace. They said, could you evaluate for us how much these mattresses are worth? Hey, Chishavu, how much are they worth? This is how much they're worth. Maybe they're worth more. This is how much I paid for them. So I know how much they're worth. We took it from you. But he didn't say anything. He didn't make any comment. He didn't raise, uh, make a big tumble. He let it go. Why were you chayshed us and we stole your mattresses? I figured you had pidyon shvuyim. That's, that's a serious situation. And you're embarrassed to tell me that you had pidyon shvuyim. And Amel, this is the way you had to do it. So apparently, if today if someone would do that, did he patch kivillin all over the streets? A chutzpah. You, you think you're doing a mitzvah? You're doing an aveya. But Abba Umna was someone that got shalom in Hashemayim. Apparently, the grace of Kanoim are not the ones that get shalom in Hashemayim. It's the people that are machnia that get shalom in Hashemayim. Don't make the tumults about silly things. Are the ones that get shalom in Hashemayim. So the Abba Umna was there to get shalom every single day. That was the story. So, now listen to this. They said, okay, take it back. We stole it from you. You can take it back. From the time that you took it, I figured it goes to Tzedakah. And I, uh, I, 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 I was ready, I read in my mind, I already said it goes to Tzedakah. So, I can't, I was ready, uh, a person's magmaktish something in his mind to Tzedakah. The Allah is, he has to, uh, he, he has to give it. So he didn't want to take it back. So, that, so the Abayi didn't have any more questions. After this story, that was the end of the conversation. Abayi understood very well why Abu Umna was Zaycha to get Shalom in the Sifta de Rakiya. Abayi rather felt bad because of Abayi. Abayi got Shalom every week, and he only got Shalom in Avim Kippur. Amrila, they told him, it's enough for you to come Iganis Akula Kracha. Rava protected the whole city. Which city did Rava live in? So if you remember from yesterday, actually it was two days ago, if you remember from the end of the Afchaf, the type of Chafal from an Aleph, Rava said that the reason why he can't leave his door open was because there's a lot of Aniyim in Mechuzah. Rava lived in the city of Mechuzah. And the Gemara says, the Masha says, that the Gemara says Mechuzah had Rishayim. So Mela Rava had to be Megan on his whole city, so therefore that Haganah was enough, and therefore he, well, he used up his chusim, quote-unquote, and immediately he wasn't Zeichah to uh, get Shloima every day. He only got it every Kippur. Okay, so so far we see a little bit of a different way of approaching life. A little bit the way the, the way the Rebani Shalom views what's considered a Madriga and what's not is a little bit different than what people think. Let's see. Another example of this. Rabbeika Chuzah Havashchiach Beshuka Debe left. Rabbeika Chuzah 
was very shchiach uh, in this uh, marketplace. So let's first understand who we're dealing with. Someone that saw Eliyahu all the time. Is there someone in the shuk that's a Ben Elam Abba? I don't know, why, was, why did he ask this question? Where did he, where did he spend more time? Rev, Rev, who is this? Rev, did he spend more time in the shuk? Or did he spend more time in the base Medish? So the Chayu, he saw the Yonavim Mistama more time in the Mishpadish. So he should have asked him. When he walked to the Mishpadish, he should have asked him, is there anyone here that's a Ben Elam Haba? The answer is, that's a foolish question. A guy that's sitting in Mishpadish, Fashteitzach, is a Ben Elam Haba. The question is, a guy that's Chazwing Brachas, that's a different story. I don't know. We have to go, when you go in the Shuk, that maybe a guy's not Ben Elam Haba. So when he's in the Shuk, he wanted to say, Pachidish, is there someone in this Shuk that's a Ben Elam Haba? And he only found him. One or two people. When you walk into Beis Medish, every person that's sitting in Beis Medish is a Ben Elam Haba. You don't have to ask Eliyahu Navi. It's clear. So he only had a question for the people that are while they're in the Shuk. And <coughs> they're mine. They're still Chazring Brachas. While they're in the Shuk, they're Chazring Brachas in the Shuk. But Agapan, that was his question. Are these people a Ben Elam Haba? There is nobody in this Shuk right now. That is a Ben Elam Haba. There's nobody there. Adahachi vahachi. All of a sudden, Chazal who gavra, he saw a certain person. <coughs> he was wearing black shoes. In those days, black shoes was considered a Gaish, I think. And today, it's not Gaish, but in those days, it was considered Gaish. He was not wearing tzitzis, which is also considered Gaish. Ayyid doesn't How did he know? He didn't wear tzitzis. Maybe the tzitzis were inside. Tari says, you don't keep your tzitzis inside your pants. You keep your tzitzis outside. If you see a person that his tzitzis is not outside, aha, uh-huh, there's something wrong with him. So maybe he didn't have tzitzis outside his baggage. He said, this person who looks like a guy is a better than Abba. So Rod Pasrei, Rebreika, ran after him. He wanted to hear what his story was. What do you do? Go away now. Come back tomorrow. I can't talk now. The next day he asked him, What do you do? I am in charge of the jails. He was the person, he was the warden in the Gaisha jails. I keep the men and the women separate. See the same thing we saw at Abu Omna. Very, a person maintains Kedusha, a person is Zaycha, to be a Ben Elam Haba. You see there, B'ayi Shalom's emphasis on the Nyanam of Kedusha, Mari the Kazakh. And the biggest Rai is, that's the biggest Eitzar is around, is the Nyanam of Kedusha. You have to remember, Kedusha is what keeps a person connected to the B'ayi Shalom. Viramina, Purai, Beinhani Lahani, I keep my bed in between the men and the women, that there shouldn't be any mishing. They shouldn't come to an Isser. When I see a, 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 a girl that the Goyim started wanting to have a Shaykhaz with her, I'm Mason Efesh to save her. There was once an Amirasa, the Yavu Banachim Inayu, that the Nachim wanted to marry her. Shakli Durdaya, the Chamra, I took uh, uh, pieces of, uh, like uh, the, the junk of, of uh, grapes. Which are red, I put on her clothing, I said she's an Ida. In those days, even the Goyim were Makbid on Ida. So Mela, that's the way he got her out of it. Okay, so this was his chus. Yeah, it is. 
person was Eicha <coughs> to be a Ben Elam Hava. Why? Because it was Nizar in the Inyanim of Kedusha. Mary the Gazach. Amalei my Taima, Les Lachachuti. Why don't you have Tzitzis for Ramis Misani Yochmi? Why do you wear black shoes? Amalei. He said, Ayalnov and Afikna, Peini Nachim. I'm a very important person by the Goyim. Do you know that they shouldn't know I'm a Yid? Now, I don't know, that's the reason they, they mean they shouldn't know I'm a Yid. He should be able to spy on them without them realizing that he's a Yid. That's why he walked around looking like a guy. When they will make Xerah, I will let the Rabbanan know. And they would Davin. So that was, his, that was another thing that he did, that because he hung around Goyim, he was able to spy and tell the Rabbanan what was going on. Why, when I told you yesterday, what do you do? He told me, go away today. Come back tomorrow. Why did you, why didn't you answer me right away? At that time, there was Xerah. First, I'll go tell the Rabbanan. They should go Davin. That's why he was in a rush. So he didn't want to answer them. Answer him yesterday. But today, he could tell him the reason. So, so far, there was one person in the Shuk that was Aben Oilam Haba. Now, I don't understand. This is, I'm sure there's plenty of other things that people were doing. They were giving out free food. They were putting on tefillin on people around. There were plenty of things going on in the shirt that people were doing. But that doesn't make a person a Ben Elam Abba. What makes a person a Ben Elam Abba is a person that does what the Rebbe wants you to do, to maintain Kedusha. He utilizes his position for the Tzorich of Klai Yisrael. That is a Ben Elam Abba. In the entire shuk, the only person that's a Ben Elam Abba is this fellow. The Gemara doesn't even say his name. Gemara doesn't say his name. That means he wasn't Roy to have his name in the Gemara. But upon him, he's a Ben Elam Haba. So that's, that's one individual. Then, so he's talking to Elio. And Avi was very, uh, very, very common. He was friends with Elio. Two brothers came. He said, these people are also Ben Elam Haba. He went to them and he asked, No, what do you do? We are people that... We make people that are sad, we make them happy. That's number one. To make a person that's sad, happy, makes you a bad item happy. Sadness is the biggest tool that the Yetzirah uses, if, especially in today's generation. When a person is sad, he doesn't have to do anything. He can stay in bed because he's sad. <coughs> he's depressed. He doesn't have to do anything, huh? He can chaz the brachas. You're sad. So many things are going on. You're not mechoyev to do any mitzvahs. But a person's happy. He's motivated. So the Yetzirah's kayach is the kayach of atzvos. So we break the Yetzirah's kayach by breaking sadness by people. Another thing we do, when we see two people that have a fight, and we make shalom. So for these two reasons, we are zeicheh to be a better than Abba. A person is zeicheh to be a better than Abba if he's out for the goodness of Klai Yisrael. These are what these are on these things. Your masri on every place. This is what your masri on every place. That's a plague with the tefuah. The Ali Yirokin 
on a regular kind of sickness, different kinds of, of grasshoppers, locusts, and wild animals. Rebekiva says, even only a kosho of Shidafin and Yerokin, you uh, make sure to uh, make to be Masri, and even if it's only a drop of it, even if you only see one kanaf, one wing of a grasshopper, the Allah is your Masriya right away because it's a matter of time before it spreads. The only time your Masriya on a wild animal is when it is sent. So either it means when it's sent by the Rabbi Nishlam or when it's wild. Another pshat of Mishulachas means when it's wild. So when it's Mishulachas, <coughs> then you're Masriya. Masriya in Allah. Ain't a Mishulachas. If it's not Mishulachas, ain't Masriya in Allah. You're not Masriya. What's considered Mishulachas? Hezi Mishulachas. Vezi Shein Mishulachas. Neres Be'ir Mishulachas. If it's seen in the city, that's not normal. That's Mishulachas. Besada in the fields, ain't a Mishulachas. That's considered normal. So that's not Mishulachas. Be'yayim. If it's seen by day, Mishulachas, that's normal. I mean, that, that's abnormal. Mishulachas, not normal for a wild animal to be seen by day. But Laila, ain't a Mishulachas. At night, it's not considered Mishulachas because it's normal to see wild animals at night. All different kinds of wild animals. Even human wild animals are seen mainly at night. You don't see them by day, you see them at night. Now, the animals come out at night. The Apostolic says, The animals come out at night. And the people that come out in the early morning... Those are the tzaddik. But the animals come to stay out late at night. Rasa Shnei Bani Adam, if she saw two people, and the animal chased them, Mishulachas. She's considered Mishulachas, not normal for a wild animal to chase two people. Nechbas if she hid from these two people, and Mishulachas. So that's not Mishulachas, that's normal for her to do. Tarfa Shnei Bani Adam, if she tore apart two people, and she only ate one of them, Mishulachas. So that's Mishulachas, because why did she kill both of them? Apparently she was uh, wild. She was sent Menashemayim. There's no pshat that she should only eat one and not eat the other. If she ate both, ain't a Mishulachas. That is not considered Mishulachas. We're going to see. The Gemara is going to explain why she's tearing up people. We just said she runs away from two people. We'll see about that. But Akapanim, that's that's the difference between an animal that's Mishulachas and not Mishulachas. Also, Lagag, if she went up on the roof, the not Latinaik Mearisa, and she took a baby from a crib, she is considered Mishulachas. That's not a normal thing to do. So, Zatik Ma'agavakasha. We have a steer minebe. I'm at near a sabir mishulachas. If it's seen in the city, it's mishulachas. There's no difference when it's seen by day or by night. It's considered mishulachas. Then you say, So you see in a second that Balayla is not considered mishulachas. It sounds like even in the city. So the Merlai Kasha. If it's in the city, I skipped the line. Uh, meaning if it's seen in the city so by day it's Mishulachas but by night it's not considered Mishulachas it's considered normal to be seen in the city at night or if it's seen in the Sada even by day is not Mishulachas so the difference between day and night is only in the city by, in the city by day it's not considered normal to see a wild animal. So when the Bryce says that in the city is considered Mishulachas, it means when it's seen at night. Rasa Shnei Adam. 
If it saw two people and it ran after them, it's considered Mishulachas. If it just stands in one place and doesn't chase them, it sounds like that's normal. That's not considered Mishulachas. Then a second later you say, If it hid from the human beings, then it's not Mishulachas. Mishulachas. If it stands in one place, it sounds like it is Mishulachas. So is standing in one place considered Mishulachas or not? So tomorrow, like Kasha, Kam Agam. This is a field that is Samach to the Agam. The Agam is the marsh where the animals are uh, hang out. So if it's a field that's next to the Agam, so the animals very comfortable there. So Mela, she doesn't necessarily run away from the human beings, and sometimes she could stand there, and that's considered normal. So that wouldn't be Mishulachas, because very normal for the animal to stand in one spot, because she always thinks in her mind that she could run back into the Agam if the human beings chase her. So if you see an animal standing in one spot in a Sada Hasmuchala Agam, that is not considered Mishulachas. If it's not near the Agam, so then she wouldn't stand in one spot, she would go hide. If she stands in one spot, then obviously it's Mishulachas, obviously it's a wild animal, and you have to daven to protect yourself. If she ate, ripped up two people, so now it says, if she tore up two people and she ate them, it's ate one of them. It's Mishulachas. If she ate both of them, it's not Mishulachas. So you told me that if, if, even if she chases two humans, it's considered Mishulachas. And then you tell me it depends who she ate. If we're not even talking about eating, we're talking about chasing. If an animal chases two humans, she's considered Mishulachas. In the Agam itself, so there she's very comfortable. So if she chases humans, that's not considered Mishulachas. That's a normal thing to do. But if she attacks them and she only eats one of them, then that is considered Mishulachas. It depends where the animal was seen to define if it's Mishulachas or it's not Mishulachas. Also, the gag, if she went up to the roof and not Latinic Mearisa and she took a Tinek from the crib, Mishulachas, that's considered Mishulachas Fatima Pshita. It's Pashit that it's Mishulachas. She climbed on the roof. It's not normal for an animal to climb on the roof. We're talking about when the hunters make houses and when the hunters go into the forest, into the jungles, so they make these like makeshift houses. So these animals are very used to seeing these houses. So if an animal climbs up on the roof of a hunter's house, the, even, the, even though we would say it's considered normal because they see hunters' homes all the time, no, that's not considered normal. Animela, that is Mishulachas. The Chiddush of climbing on the roof is even if it's on the top of the hunter's home. Now really we see from Yamari the Kazakh, every time someone gets hurt by an animal is considered, is a, is a message from the British Shalom without a question. But Akapadim, it's not required. The first thing you should be looking at when a person gets hurt by an animal in a normal instance is stay away from animals. You don't say Masriyan, figure out your problem and figure out what you're doing wrong. It's only when the Rebbe sends something that's abnormal that means the Rebbe is sending you a message. That's what you see from this Gemara. The message from the Rebbe is when he's sending you something that doesn't make sense. When something makes sense, instead of trying, when something doesn't make sense, instead of trying to rationalize it, which what the newspapers are always trying to figure out, every time you have a new variant, they say, oh, this becomes normal. New variants become normal. It's not normal, it's crazy. 
But we have to, the point is for us to wake up and realize. But you read the news, and all of a sudden it becomes normal. Yeah, this makes a lot of sense, and all of a sudden everything makes sense. But when you realize, when you look at it objectively, and you realize something strange is going on, and the Rebbe Hashem is sending us a message, and he wants us to wake up and stop chazering brachas, so then a person takes a message. That's the lesson from this Gemara. That a person should realize when something abnormal happens, it means it's time to get out of bed. We said you daven for if a troops are going through Eretz Yisrael, you daven. The Gemara says it's not you don't have to say a chayev that's coming to attack Eretz Yisrael. Ela filo chayev shel shalom, even a chayev of shalom. Shein lecha chayev shel shalom yaisim mipari nechei. There's no chayev shel shalom more. Parinichay was a friendly king and he wanted to pass through Eretz Yisrael and Yeshio HaMelech did not allow him to pass through. So Mela, and it was a whole story, he killed Yeshua, we'll see in a minute. But Akapanim, you see the concept that a Cherev Shalom is something that is not good. You know, a Cherev Shalom does not belong going through the country. Now, there's two ways to explain it. Either because if you have a Cherev Shalom passing through, they might go wild and they might start shooting. So, Melo, that's why it's not good. Or, you know, it's, it's, it's a civilization. You don't belong in civilization walking around with a Cherev Shalom. And it's something to think about. When you walk around in the street, you don't see people walk around with machine guns. Right? When you walk around the night of the soldiers walk around all of a sudden with machine guns. Is that considered a Cherev Shalom? Yes, lie. A person lives in the street. You don't need a guy walking around with a machine gun. This is a normal house. You want to carry a gun? Keep it under your, keep it under your jacket. Carry a gun. You don't keep, keep it out in public. But I can put him, a person, you see from here, I'm Shel Shalom is seen, is considered not a good thing. Proclaisal's on the right Madrega. You don't have to walk around with machine guns. It's a, even if it's a Cherev Shel Shalom. It's not, you, you walk around normal. When the Mashiach comes, not going to be any Muhammad. When a person lives properly, we don't need any Cherev Shel Shaloms. And that was Yeshua's mistake. Shinemar. What was the story? Pyrenechei sent a message to Yeshio, Malivalach Melech Yehuda. Why are you, what, what's your problem? Why are you starting up with me? I'm not coming to fight with you. I'm going to have a Muhammad with a different country. We're going to see in a minute. It's referring to the His Avay Desires. He was Beitach in His Avay Desires. His Avay Desires is with him. Hold back. Don't start up with me. I have my desires with me. And Amela, I don't want you to start up with me. Just leave me alone. Let me go. He was referring to Avedizah. He says, since he's in the Avedizah, I'm going to be able to overpower him. So he was, how was he Beiteach? What does it mean he was Beiteach? Hey, you see from the Gemara, what Betachan means. What do you mean he was Beiteach in Avedizah? He was confident. He went through and he said, I have my Avedizah with me. Watch your step. That's Betachan. When a person has Betachan, he goes through life and he's not scared of other people. That's Betach Ba'avedizah. So Yeshua figured, since he's being Beiteach Ba'avedizah, he figured he's, going to, <coughs> he's not going to be able to be to overpower Yeshua. But Lamaise, he was wrong. We'll see in a minute why he was wrong. It says the archers shot the king Yeshio. The king told his servants, take me away. 
because I'm very sick. Ma'id, my kia chalaisi, my rosemary was very sick. Amr of Yehuda, Mirav, Melame, Chaosu, Kogufai, Kikvara, Achmal Sunday shot arrows through his guff, and he became like a sieve. There were so many arrows going through his guff that he became like a sieve. So Amr of Shomar Achmal, I read a son, and pray ma, nana sheshio. What did Yeshio do wrong? Why was he punished so terribly? Be pray, Shahayalai, Limalech, be your meo, the loinim lachi should have asked your meo. Now this is Mardi Kazakh. Really, we're going to see in a minute, Klaiso was not on the Madrega. Sometimes a person says, listen, I wasn't on the Madrega, but you should have asked. You have no excuse for not asking. The fact that you didn't know that Klaiso wasn't on the Madrega, say there, how are you supposed to know what Madrega Klaiso has asked? But what is on? But your meow's here. Why don't you ask? If you don't ask, that's the taina. He didn't ask your meow if he was acting properly. And that was the taina. And what was wrong? My darash, he darash in the chayev, leisav abaratzuchem. He darash in the pasuk says, a sword will not pass pass through your land. My chayev, what does it mean? A sword? My chayev, ilema chayev shein ishal shalom. If it means that no one will attack your land, foxiv v'nasati shalom baritz. The pasuk says they'll be shalom. So obviously, we're not dealing with a chayev shein ishal shalom. The pasuk says they'll be shalom. Even a chayev that is shel shalom is will not pass through your lands. So mainly he figured that the the, the chayev won't pass through. He didn't realize that Klaiso was not on the level, and the king is the representative of Klaiso and Amela. Since Klaiso was not in the proper level, he was not zeicha to be protected from a chayev shel shalom. And how is he supposed to know? The answer is he should have asked. That is the Cheshman, the Gemara, and well, that's how he was punished. Tomorrow, the Kazakh. A king has to have his finger on the pulse of Klai Yisrael. If he doesn't have his finger on the pulse and he doesn't ask, it's a tight on him. When he was Nifter, when he was being Nifter, Chazir Mio, Sifvase de Kamirachshan, Yumio saw that his lips were moving. Maybe he's saying something that's not proper. He, didn't, he, he couldn't hear what he was saying. Agav Tsayer, because he's in such pain. Gochin Vishame, he bent over and he heard him saying, He was Matzik the day in Amr, he said, Tzadik Hashem, Kifiyu Marisi. To your Bani Shalom, Tzadik, because I was rebelled against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Pasach Alei Ahishaita, Yemiyo said at that time, Ruach HaPenu, Mashiach Hashem. He made a statement about Yeshio, Ruach HaPenu, Mashiach Hashem. And one of the prokim in Eicha is written for this story of Yeshio. Yemiyo wrote Eicha, and one of the prokim he wrote was about Yeshio, that Yeshio was killed, even though he was a tremendous tzaddik, because of seemingly a small reason. The Gemara says, the Mishnah says, that they saw Malay Pitanur of Shidafa, in the amount of a Pitanur. Do we mean the amount of Tvua that fills up? Kimali Tanur Tvua, the amount that fills up a Tanur of Tvua. Is that how much Shidafa he saw? Or the amount of bread that fills up a Tanur. That's how much Shidafin this Canaan saw, and that's what they were going to say. Tashima Kimali P Tanur. It says the amount of the what the, of the mouth of a Tanur. The mouth of a Tanur could only hold bread. <coughs> the way they used to make bread, even at Israel. I don't know if they still do it. But in the Bukhayan Shuk, you can go and you can see how they used to how they make bread. They stick the bread on the sides 
of the oven. So the only way you could have something on the mouth, right, the oven comes to a point, the only way you could have something on the mouth of the oven is if it's bread. They would stick it on the sides, and then they would cut it off when it was finished being baked. So if the, if the Brisa says, Kimale pi tanur, which means the mouth of the tanur, it means, obviously it's bread, because that's the only thing that could be on the mouth of a tanur. If you put tvua, it's going to fall to the bottom. Obviously we're talking about bread. Doesn't mean like the amount that covers the top of the oven. Or maybe it means like a row of bread. That starts on the bottom and works its way up to the top of the tanur. Maybe it means they have a row of bread filling up the tanur. Till the top, how much did he see that he felt it was necessary to daven? And the Gemara says, Take the Gemara is not pushing the Shaila. That the Zavim were eaten, that Zavim ate up children. There was a story that wolves ate two and they spit them out, they let them out. They digested them, they digested the bodies completely. The story came in front of the Chachamim v'tiaro as habasar v'temu as ha'atzam. the basar, even though the basar came out, but it's considered digested. It doesn't have tumah, but the bones do, are not considered digested. And the male, they have tumah, so they differentiated between the basar and the atzamas. Aleilam asriyim b'shavas tanu habanan ir sheki furnachem a city that's surrounded by goyim a inar or a river v'yachad sfina mitravas biyam or a ship. That's lost in the sea. Ve'echad yadiv shenif yachid shenirdaf mipnei nachem or yachid that is being chased by goyim. Or he pnei listim or because of robbers. Or he pnei ruach ra or he has a ruach ra, some emotional instability that he's being chased by. Al kulon yachid rashi lesagif atzim betaynis a yachid is allowed to fast for any of these tzaras. Abiyah says, no, a yachid should not torture himself by fasting. Why? Maybe he's not going to have food and he's going to be hungry. People are not going to have rachmanas on you. So merely you're not allowed to fast unless you have a very good reason to fast. Or maybe you have my time at Abiyah. What's the source of Abiyah from a pasuk? The Pasuk says, the right with the, by the creation of Adam Rishon, it says, Adam was a nefesh chaya, neshama, shenesati b'cha, hachaya, the neshama that I gave you, keep it alive, don't starve yourself. Now that means, in Gashmias, and it means in Ruchnias. If you're going to spend your whole day chazering brachas, you're going to, the Rosham is going to be starving. When we say chazer brachas, we mean the people that just say that they're chazering brachas. I know people get confused. Chazering brachas means that the reason why you don't come learn is because you're still Chazring brachas. Those people are still holding on brachas that base. Those are the people that we are referring to. The guy sitting in chazring brachas, but please introduce me to him because I haven't met him yet. But Akapadim, a person that is chazring brachas is starving his neshama. You have to keep your neshama full and give neshama food. Hachayah, right away in the beginning of Briah Saadam, to your brother Neshama said, Keep your neshama al- alive. And Mela, that's how Yaisi says that you're not allowed to fast unless it's a very good reason. But this reason enough for rain is a good enough reason. But for these personal reasons, a person should not fast. Shimonat Timani Yaimir Afalodever. Shimonat Timani said, even for Dever, 
and the Chacham wore Maida. Ibayalahu, what does it mean the Chacham wore Maida? Lehaidulay Chacham Bishabbos. The Chacham wore Maida to him that you don't make a, a, a Masrian on Shabbos. Ava Bechel Haidulay, but they agreed to him that during the week for a Dever you make a, a Hasra. Or maybe they didn't agree with him at all, and they said even during the week for Dever you don't make a big tumult. Tashima, Titania, the Bryce says, Masriya no al Dever Bishabis, Vein Sarchlem Bechal, you Masriya for Shabbos, and for sure for Chal, Ravchan and Barpitoim, Talmidai, Chorabi Akiva, Mishum Rabbi Akiva, Aimer, Ain Masriya no al Dever Kolikar, Ravchan and Barpitoim, the Talmud Rabbi Akiva said, You're not Masriya at all, so you see that the Chacham hold, You're not Masriya at all for Dever. Al Kaltzar Shloitavi al Atzibar, Tani Abanan. On any tsara that we don't want to come on the tzibur, your masriya chutz may rov gishamim. Besides, for too much rain, by time on Rabbi Yechonon lefishe mispalin al rov hatayva. You're not mispalin that when there's too much tayva that the tayva should stop. You don't dive for that. From Rabbi Yechonon minayin she mispalin al rov hatayva. How do you know you don't dive for rov tayva? Shenema haviyos kolamayis rov beisoyitzer. And the Pasuk says of a Chanunin Abizais, this is talking about a person that gives Chaimish. This is a person that gives Chaimish. The Pasuk says, The Yibbanisham will shower on you. Ad Beli Dai, my Ad Beli Dai, Amirami Bar Yud, Ad Shayivlo, Sif Seisechem Yiloimer Dai, until your mouth becomes worn out, your lips become worn out from saying Dai. So apparently the Yibbanisham is not happy when you say Dai. And if he's sharing you, you're not supposed to say die. And specifically, there's a person that gives chaymish. He will be zeicha to have so much hatzlacha. And we learn from there that a person should not misspell on Rav Teva. And it's an amazing thing. The source of Rav Teva is a person that gives the proper meiser and the proper chaymish. He's a person that is zeicha to Rav Teva. But in outside Eretz Yisrael, in Bavel, you are Masriya on rain. Why? Because there it's dangerous. Because it's so deep, it's Pashat Sakana. Tanya Namiachi, Shana Sheg Shamem Rubin, a year that has too much rain. Anche Mishmar, Shalchim Lanche Maimid. The people from the Mishmar send messages to the Anche Maimid. Anche Maimid are the people that used to dive, and we'll see about them in a few blood. That the people in Yishalayim have in Uya. Bez Hashem, we're going to see about the Anche Maimid. So, the Anche Maimid used to David for Klai Yisrael. So the Anche Mishmar would send a message for the Anche Maimid to new Einechem Be'achechem Shebegayla. Make sure to keep in mind your brothers that are living in Bavel. Shalayuhu Batem Kivrayim. That their houses should not be their base Akvaris. Which literally means that it shouldn't rain too much, that they shouldn't drown in their houses. But there's a deeper meaning. David and Eretz Yisrael, for the people in Chutzlaretz, that they shouldn't be buried in their homes. Their homes should not be the source of their kvura. Rachman al-Tzlan, Vidai Lamevin, a person should make sure his home is not the place where it says, Poynitman, this is Rachman al-Tzlan, where he lost his ruchnius, it shouldn't be in your home. If it happens in the street, it's also an abuch. But if it happens in your home, it's much worse. But that's a remes. Pashim Shad is, it's referring to that there shouldn't be too much rain, that they shouldn't drown. Shalom, Sabal Yazer, the Esther Meliazer, Ad Hechon Gisham Yardim, until when should Gisham go come down? The Espalus Shalayer, what's considered too much that 
they should daven that it shouldn't come anymore. It's already a sakana. A person should stand in this place called Karen Eiffel. We'll see in a minute. It was very high. And his feet should already be hitting the water. It says his hands should already be, fitting the water, be hitting the water, meaning it's already coming up to his hands. Meaning if a person is bent over in Karen Eiffel, so if his feet or his hands, so his hands are in the same place as his feet, he's bending down. So if his hands or his feet are touching the water, that's already a time that you daven. What's Karen Eiffel? Karen Eiffel, I once saw Karen Eiffel to come. There was an Arab, Kirachiv Gamla, he was riding on a camel. A camel's very tall, and an Arab was on top of the camel. And he was holding a spear, which is also very tall. And he looked like a little worm, because he was, that's how high Karen Eiffel is. So when the water hits Karen Eiffel, that's how, that's when you stop davening. That's when you start davening. It has to be a really drastic situation for a person to daven for no rain. And this is also an important lesson. When a person is standing high up, you don't get impressed by all the shkatsim walking around in the street. The only time that you get impacted by the shkatsim is when you're on the same playing field and a melee gets difficult. But when a person starts his day on a high, he starts up on Karen Eiffel, so he sees all the schmutz in the street like a little worm. He doesn't, he's not, he, doesn't re, he doesn't relate himself to it at all, so it doesn't become an assignment. That's how a person has to live, to lift himself up and be on top of Karen Eiffel.